At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is VSIM Bet Center right here on VSIM, the Sports Bank Network, and it is pretty much a Greg Peterson experience takeover of the VSIM Bet Center. Typically, I wind up coming up from 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific time for those of you guys out there on the East Coast, 10 to 1 on Saturdays, but we're moved up a little bit tonight, and that means an extra hour, and that means that you get a little bit of a different experience today because typically we're going from the late Saturday games turning it forward to Sunday. Now we've got a very locked and loaded baseball slate. As a matter of fact, 17 games today. Two of our A1 final. Two are going on. That means if you do the math, we've got 13 games that we're going to be able to take a look forward to tonight. We're going to be diving into all these. We've got a few games that are coming up within the next few minutes. So we're going to be going into those. And we've got a lot to talk about because there's a great UFC card that's going down today. Lou Fenicaro, he does a great job over here at VSIN. Gam Lou is, able, is where you're able to follow him on Twitter. He's going to be joining me in about 15 or so minutes. For those of you guys out there on the East Coast, 6.15 p.m. Eastern Time, we are going to be taking a look at these fights, taking a look to see what he all likes on the card. And then in about 30 minutes, Charlie DeCirco, he does a great job at the Action Network, taking a look at the game of baseball. We're going to be taking a look at some of these evening slash night games. That is our number one. In hour number three, 5.15 p.m. Pacific, 8.15 p.m. Eastern, two of VEASAN's finest. Matt Humans and Vinny Maliulo, they are going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at where the action is all coming in, taking a look forward at what we're going to be getting this football season, both college and pro. And then in the 6 o'clock hour, 
The only man to ever wind up hosting the Greg Peterson experience, not named Greg Peterson. Dan Leach is going to be coming up. He's out there in the great state of Michigan. So we've got a great show. We've got four hours coming up, and we've got games starting within the next few minutes. Let's take a look at the game that is starting literally first pitch in, I would say, about three minutes. This is 9.55, 9.56 on the betting board. And right now, as far as I'm seeing, this is the most demonstrative line on the board as you've got the Washington Nationals. They're in the road. They're facing off against the Philadelphia Phillies. Ranger Suarez goes for the Phillies. And Patrick Corbin, who's pretty much been a human white flag this year, is going to be going for the Washington Nationals. This is getting lofty. With the Philadelphia Phillies, if you're looking to fire in right now on them on DraftKings, minus 285 on the money line. This was at minus 265 just a few minutes ago. Not surprisingly, money's coming in on the Philadelphia Phillies because Patrick Corbin in his 22 starts this year, the Washington Nationals are 4-18 this year. Your total on this game is 9. And this is one of those cases where, as I always like to say on my shows, on my podcasts, what have you, you are not betting teams, you are betting numbers. Patrick Corbin has been terrible. And by that, I mean awful. Four-plus runs surrendered in each out of his last five starts. He has an ERA that is hovering right around 650. Who's Ranger Suarez to be nearly a $3 favorite, though? If you have blindly taking these underdogs of north of plus $2 every single time this year on the money line, this is via Jared Lee Smith over there. I pick wise does a great job over there. And this was entering into Wednesday before we wound up seeing the Colorado Rockies wind up knocking off the San Diego Padres and a few other big upsets wind up going down as well. You'd be up $1,500. This is not a case in which you want to be making it a regularity of betting on Patrick Corbin or anything like that. But once again, this is a circumstance in which Ranger Suarez could easily go out there and poop the bed. I mean, we're just going to call it what it is. Ranger Suarez is right around a 375 ERA thus far this season. He's given up over three walks per nine innings. And while the front office of the Washington Nationals, boy, are they in tank mode. The players out there on the field, these guys like a Lane Thomas, well, you probably don't think of Lane Thomas as being guys that are going to be going to the Hall of Fame or anything like that. These guys are all playing for their next deal. I do think that you've got a little bit of value here with the Washington Nationals. Out 36 and 72 straight up. It has been relatively grody. And with Patrick Corbin and how he's been performing this year, certainly not a case in which I recommend the under as with Patrick Corbin this year, by the way. Take a look at it. Opponents are in a 326 off of him. And what I will say about Patrick Corbin with how bad he has been thus far this year, his fielding independent is two points lower than his ERA. It's very fair to say that he has been unlucky this year. I mean, even with, even if he wound up having normal luck, he'd still be terrible, but he's been unlucky this year. We're going to give him that. This is a spot in which, if you're looking to fire in right now, you're able to get right around plus 235, plus 240 on the Washington Nationals. That's where I'd be looking right now. I'm taking a look at an over as well. Don't have a lot of faith in Suarez. It's a Washington Nationals bullpen that over the last three days has actually been league average as well. So, I mean, I recognize once again, Patrick Corbin, not a guy that you want to be necessarily firing in on a whole heck of a lot. I do think that there's going to be a little bit of a rebound performance here with him though. So, I do think that you're getting relatively good value here with a plus money underdog of a Washington Nationals team that still relatively sad and pathetic and has not necessarily been going great for the Detroit Tigers either. This is 969, 970 on the betting board. And this has more implications than just this game because Shane McClanahan 
right now, right in the thick of the AL Cy Young hunt. He is going to be going for the Tampa Bay Rays. And then you got Garrett Hill on the bump for the Detroit Tigers and the Tigers. Lofty underdogs once again. Anywhere between plus 210 and plus 220 with McClanahan and company. You're finding the race anywhere between about a minus 245 to a minus 260 and 7.5 is your total. And this is one of these spots where I take a look at the under more so than anything else. With a raise, the run line of a minus 140, I don't think it's getting necessarily unpalatable. It's a spot in which I was only willing to lay up to a minus 130, but it's still not necessarily the world's worst value out there just because I do expect this to be a little bit of a lower scoring game. I'm seeing more like a minus 132 at Circa, so I do think that this is a shop around instance, and these are the sorts of gains when you wind up getting these big, lofty, north of minus $2 money lines where typically I wind up either taking a run line, whether it be getting a run and half or laying a run and half, or I wind up taking the underdog with a big giant plus number. When you just start laying these numbers, it is not profitable. This is not quite a $3 instance, but going into what we wound up having on Wednesday, once again, Jared Smith wound up tweeting this out. If you bet $100 on every one of these favorites, laying more than more than minus 300 this year, you would have been 28 and 16 over the course of your first 44. But with that 28 and 16, because you're laying so much juice, you would have been down more than 600 bucks. Just not worth it with regards to the money line, in my opinion. This is a run line or pass, or there are other ways to be able to reduce the juice as well. If you're a believer in Shane McClanahan and you think that he's going to be able to go out there, deliver seven plus innings, give up one to two runs, and honestly, I could very easily see that performance. This Detroit Tigers lineup, it is historically bad right now. They are dead last in the big leagues in terms of runs per game. As a matter of fact, it's so bad that Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo, both guys have an amazing years for the Yankees. They've got five more home runs, those two guys, than the Detroit Tigers do as a team. So very easy to see Shane McClanahan after he struggled against the Guardians wind up coming out, being able to have a bounce-back performance, which is why if I'm looking at anything here right now. And once again, this is if you're looking to bet this game and you're looking to reduce the juice, just take an under rather than laying some big, giant, hefty money line on the Tampa Bay Rays. And on top of that, the reason why you can feel a little bit better about the under as well there is one thing that the Detroit Tigers do well. That's the fact that their bullpen is in the top seven of the big leagues in terms of ERA. Now, they did want to trade away Michael Former to the Minnesota Twins at the trade deadline, but Willie Peralta is a failed starter, has went to the bullpen, been able to find a home there. Alex Lang has been able to do a relatively solid job. Oh, ZC Serrano says coming off the injured list. He's been able to hold down the Ford at the Tampa Bay Rays. We all know about this bullpen. Jason Adam has been able to provide a sub-150 ERA. Colin Pooch, Brooks Raley. These guys have been lights up. I think that you wind up getting the best of Shane McClain. And once again, I think that this is going to be very hard for really either of these teams to really be able to get to four runs. Because even with the Tampa Bay Rays, Isaac Paredes, his 14 home runs, that currently leads the way. You do have David Peralta winds coming over via the trade deadline. But not a case in which I'd be taking a look at too much other than really an under and when it comes to the numbers that we're seeing right now, I would need at least a plus 230 to take a shot on the Detroit Tigers money line. And we did wind up seeing a couple straight plus 230s. I know that Circa overnight wanted being able to provide that. Right now, I do think that the value is a little bit gonzo in terms of this one, though. So this would be a spot if you're looking to dive in money line, run line. I would take a look at the first inning, see how that winds up playing out and try to be able to get a little bit more value that way. But 
I certainly do advocate for an under. And then another game that's going to be coming up within the next two to three minutes is Astros versus Guardians. This is 967, 968 on the board. Luis Garcia going for the Astros. And then you've got Cal Quantrill on the bump for Cleveland. And Cleveland between about a plus 140 to a plus 142 dog. When it comes to the Astros, find them as lofty as minus 165. So as a minus 150 with a total of eight and a half. This is another spot where I take a look at an under. We've been seeing the Guardians all season long, not generating any power at home. 30 home runs over the course of their first 47 home games thus far this season. Jose Ramirez has been able to do a very solid job of being able to go yard. And for the Cleveland Guardians, they're the top team in the big leagues in terms of not striking out. You've got a lot of guys who are able to move the line as you've got Andres Jimenez, Ramirez, who I mentioned a little bit earlier, Josh Naylor. You're able to go down the list of guys hitting a 270 or better. Stephen Kwan wound up having his, I believe it was 16 game hit streak. Wind up getting snapped yesterday. Might have been 18, but. He's a man that's hitting right around at 325 over the last three days. But this team is just not going yard whatsoever. And then for the Houston Astros, they've had a tough time covering run lines thus far this year. They have only been able to cover the run line at about, they are 45 and 48 in terms of being a team that winds up being able to cover that run and a half. So that has been a little bit of an issue for this bunch as well. And if you're taking a look at the run line right now, you're finding it right around even money on the Houston Astros. And with the Cleveland Guardians, I wound up just taking a run and F you were able to find in a lot of spots between about a minus 115 to a minus 120, somewhere in that neighborhood, because this is a Guardians bullpen that they've got Emmanuel Classe. When he winds up doing a solid job out there in the bullpen, that's relatively solid as well. Sam Entages, guys like this, they're able to come in, they're able to hold down the fort for you in the Astros, number one team in terms of bullpen ERA. So looked at a run line, getting a run and F with Cleveland and the under. So we went through all that we're going to be getting in baseball for the three o'clock hour here on the West Coast. Now let's take a look at some UFC and no better man to do that rather than Lou Fenicaro next right here on the VEASAN Bet Center, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon. It can be for free for cash all season long. Enter into weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. 
Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join in on the action. Blue Moon, made brighter, 21 years or older, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As per usual, please do drink responsibly. Yes, we're back here on the Beast and Bet Center. It is myself, Greg Peterson, and great to be joined by Lou Fenicaro, who does a great job being able to break down UFC for us. You're able to catch him on First Strike as well. I know that he does an amazing job there. You're able to catch him. Also in VEASAN's Point Spread Weekly. And Lou, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Greg, thanks for having me on. we got a fight card that starts in about uh, 45 minutes or so. So the timing's perfect. And I appreciate you letting me uh, speak to your audience. Absolutely. And it is going to be a very solid fight card as well. Certainly not one of the, I guess you'd call it, main event cards. But with that said, we've got some really good fights that are going to be going down. And I mean, one that I'm really going to be taking a look at is what we're going to be getting in terms of the Jeff Neal fight. I think that this one is going to be relatively intriguing. This is going to be one of the later fights that is going to be coming up. I do think that Neal has some relatively good value here. I don't know where you wind up standing on this fight, but I do think that this is going to be one of the bigger ones of the night, one of the ones that is going to be coming up a little bit later. And I think that Neal coming in in relatively good form. That is the co-main event. Those guys are 170-pound fighters, and when we get to 170 and above, obviously, finish rates are greater. And then you enhance that by the fact that this is at the apex center, Greg, and so that cage is 25 feet instead of 30 feet, and it causes a whole lot of, uh, you know, much more uh, close uh, quarters for these fighters. And so you combine close quarters with big guys and you have confrontation. Neil and Luke looks to be that. Uh, I thought all week long, Luke should be a solid favorite. He has more ways to win. That said, in his interviews throughout the week, he's indicated that uh, he didn't want to be so cautious like he was his last fight when he faced a wrestler. He wants to get back to the Luke of old. Well, the Luke of old is a warrior, no question about it, but he's been in wars and he gets hit. And to try and take Neil at his strength, toe-to-toe, standing up, would be a mistake in my opinion, but that's the indication I'm getting from Luke. Hence, it's cooled me on the fight. If anything, I would lean maybe to Neil, not necessarily straight up, because I think if Neil... If Neil beats him, it's because Luke doesn't use IQ and stands with him. And therefore, Neil by KO, TKO at our friends at DraftKings is like plus 330. That would be maybe the way I would go in this fight. Uh, I just originally thought Luke and the interviews really cooled me off on him. Yep. And if you're taking a look at the round prop on this as well, it is two and a half, but a lot of juice on the under and. Neil, certainly a little bit of an underdog. We're finding him anywhere between about a plus 155 to a plus 160. And when it comes to the underdogs on this card, it is very intriguing because we're going to call it what it is. We've got some relatively demonstrative underdogs, especially some of the guys are going to be fighting a little bit later on in this card. But if there is an underdog or two that you're taking a look at, who would that be in terms of this card? Yeah, we got to find them. But let's let's understand last week, Favorites were 11 and one in the big UFC card. Okay. And so we turn the page. People tend to be a little bit shy, but I do think that you have to find fighters that are going to show up on Saturday and perform their best that are priced as underdogs. And I think that there's a couple of them on the card. The, the first one, and maybe my best one is the first fight of the night, 
between Bantamweight women, Stephanie Ager from Switzerland and uh, Marina Bueno Silva from Brazil. Should be a great fight. But Ager's been used to being the bigger, taller bully of a fighter that's fought, I'd say, a competition that isn't to the same standard that Buena Silva has faced. As well, uh, Egger opened a plus 130 dog. Now she's been steamed to minus 150, 155. I categorically disagree with that move. And I think Buena Silva, because she's been in with a little bit better, uh, namely Manian Firo in her last fight, she lost a decision, but she won me in losing that decision. So I think she's a very live underdog. And don't forget her via decision as well. That fight, that fight is lined heavily to the over two and a half in a three-round fight. So Maria Buena Silva uh, via decision plus two and a quarter plus 250. You might want to sprinkle a little bit there as well. Also in the heavyweights on the main card, Sakai against Spivak. I think there's some value on Sakai. I think he's getting overlooked a little bit. Spivak has looked good against really subpar UFC caliber, namely Greg Hardy, who isn't even in the UFC any longer. Sakai has fought killers that were fast, precise, and could strike, and they were much quicker than him. Uh, the guy that Sakai faces today at Spivak is, a, is nicknamed the polar bear because he's a big, lumbering, slow guy that doesn't strike. So I think Sakai's in good position here as well. Heavyweights, uh, you got to look at Sakai via the KO, TKO at plus 500. Got to sprinkle a little bit there too. So don't be afraid of the underdogs. We may not hit all of them, but doesn't take much to hit one or two of these. And the main event car, the main event fight is going to be one that involves a relatively big underdog as Diago Santos. Right now, we're finding him right around about a plus 250, plus 260, depending upon where you look. Jamal Hill winds up coming in as a big favorite. And round prop, it opened up at two and a half with a very, very, very heavy juicy under. Right now, we're seeing one and a half in a lot of spots. Very, very heavy juice to the over as well. Where do you wind up standing on this one? Because obviously you've got a relatively sizable favorite in Hill. And for me, it's hard to wind up going against them. And I think the big question is, can you wind up producing the juice in any way possible? Just because even if you do like like Hill to be able to win the fight, laying minus $3, minus $3.20, that's a pretty unpalatable number. No question about it. And I love how you're thinking and where you go and where I go on this one, Greg is to the total. To me, uh, vote for Santos, who's really a durable guy, been in with the who's who. His issue, though he's one and four in his last five UFC fights, he's fought top three guys. The guy's fought killers. He's just 38 and lost his zing, to be quite honest. But he's durable. I don't know that Hill gets him out that quick. It could take longer than people think. And for that uh, regard, I think you look at the over a little bit and, and wander into plus money. I think that that's a good idea to be able to take a look at that. And what else I think is really interesting as well is that we've got one fight on this card that is just so demonstrative that it's not even funny. We've got this Eric Gonzalez versus Terrence McKinney fight. McKinney right now at DraftKings, I'm seeing him at a minus 850 and the round prop is one and a half and the under is at minus 215. Is there any way to be able to reduce it on this one? Because I mean, even if you think that you wind up having Gonzalez be able to make it to the third round. You're able to get relatively good plus money there, so you don't even need him to be able to win the fight, but to just merely wind up pretty much staying alive to round number three to be able to get some good plus money on him. Yeah, it's it, it's can Gonzalez keep it standing? Can, can McKinney's foe 
keep the fight standing. This is one I haven't even looked at. I would want to find a way to try and bet the over in the fight. However, McKinney is a, a really a dynamic wrestler, and he's shown his hands recently. People don't realize what a good wrestler is. He gets this kid down. That's why that total's so low. Not a fight I'll probably look at, but I love how you're gravitating to those plus numbers, Greg. It tells me you're a polished gambler in your own right. Plus $6 if you want to take a shot on God's house. Probably not one that I am going to be taking personally, but always why it's always intriguing to take a look at those just because when you wind up getting demonstrative numbers like that, it's always about trying to be able to dive a little bit deeper, trying to find a way to just be able to reduce it, whether it be by an exact finish, what have you, be able to just be able to find a little bit of value that way. And then the one fight that really has me intrigued as well, and it's because of the name itself. You've got Mohamed Usman, who's going to be going up against Zach Pauga. Pauga finding himself right around minus 260, minus 270 in a lot of spots. Usman, we all know about the name, obviously. Not the guy that we wind up thinking of when we wind up hearing that last name. Why can't you tell us about Mohamed Usman? And does he have a chance at relatively good plus money to be able to hang in this fight? Yeah, I think he, this is a case where he's, surely he's earned his position, but his name is shirt-tailing him uh, to some extent. Now he's won his way here, and when you look at him, he's an unbelievable specimen. Waist down, I've never seen a guy as thick. This guy's NFL caliber. But as far as him fighting, he's still learning the nuances of striking as well as avoiding getting struck and his opponents much more well-rounded fluid mixed martial artist and so what i see this fight as is a raw fighter against a mixed martial artist that's a mismatch i would go to padua's way uh, i think that maybe usman looks good for four minutes till he gets all swole up and slows down the other kid has his way with him Yep, I could certainly see that as well. And Lou, I know that you do an amazing job of being able to cover all these fights. Always a pleasure to have you aboard. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Good luck, everybody. Lou does an amazing job breaking down the UFC. And coming up next, we bring on a man that does a great job of being able to break down the baseball board. That'd be Charlie DeCirco over there at the Action Network. Up next, right here on the VEASAN Bet Center on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ice cold beers and cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run in victory. Heineken beer made better, 21 years or older, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As per usual, please do drink responsibly as we're back here on the VEASAN Bet Center, and it is great to be joined by our guest as Charlie DeCirco does a great job over there at the Action Network taking a look at the game that we love of baseball. And I know that he, much like myself, getting set for these evening games. And Charlie, it is great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me on. Uh, love talking baseball. Ready to cash in some tickets today. Me too. And I know that there's a play that we are both on. And this is going to be a game that's going to be coming up within the next, we're going to call it 
45 or so minutes. I think it's closer to about 35 to 40, but with that said, it is the White Sox versus the Rangers. Dane Dunning going to be going for the Texas Rangers. Michael Kopech on the bump for the White Sox, and the White Sox between about a minus 115, minus 120 favorite, so we've got a tight line here, and the total on this game is eight, and when I take a look at this, it's very clear for me. Dane Dunning is a guy that you want to back at home. You want no part of Dane Dunning on the road, but that's exactly what I was thinking here. I'm not sure if you wanted seeing something different, but wanted up playing the Texas Rangers with how good Dunning has been at home this season. Right, yeah. No, Dane Dunning, as I like to call him, Stunning Dunning. He <laughs> has been great at home. 342 ERA over his nine starts. And since the All-Star break, a 327 ERA, uh, there's a lot when I look at him that, I kind of lean toward the Texas Rangers in this matchup, especially when it comes to his 315 batting average on balls in play, which is just completely unsustainable. He's a ground ball pitcher that gets the job done. And I don't really think the White Sox offense will be able to get to him tonight. And Michael Kopech, a pitcher I'm looking to fade here, 11.7 uh, walk rate and his barrel rate is up at 8.4%. He's dropping in his stuff plus per, you know, Saros of the athletic. And he's just been one of those pitchers that's been quite erratic at times. And the Rangers here, they have the slight edge at home, I believe, at plus money. You can't turn it down. Dane Dunning has been great, as you said, at home. And Michael Kopech has the ability to get hit hard on any given night. He's been struggling the last few months. So a play on the Rangers for me, too. And to your point, too, Michael Kopech, despite all those numbers, opponents are in right around at 200 off of them this season. I think that that goes northward as well. So I am in total agreement with you there. And what's interesting about this matchup is that it is a case in which Dane Dunning was with the Chicago White Sox about two or so years ago. So you do have a little bit of familiarity there. And we've got a few matchups with this. And most notably, a guy that wanted getting moved like seven days ago. Jordan Montgomery <laughs> is going to be on the bump for the St. Louis Cardinals, making his Cardinals debut after he was pitching for the New York Yankees, who he's going to be facing off against. And it's a pick em game. You're finding the St. Louis Cardinals a lot of places between about a minus 110 to a minus 115. Where do you wind up standing on this one? Because I always think that pitchers going up against their former team are some of the most interesting matchups because it feels like with these pitchers, they either wind up going like seven or eight strong, giving up like one run, or they get shelled and there's really not a lot of in between. Yeah, this is uh, an interesting game and one that took a lot of thinking for me. Jordan Montgomery making his first start against the Yankees. But I think it's more of a fade on Domingo Herman here. I ended up playing a little bit of the Cardinals' first five on the money line at minus 115. Uh, Herman has just been horrendous in his three starts in the majors thus far. A 639 ERA and his ex ERA is 636. So not like he's doing any better or worse than uh, expected. And he's barreled over nearly 10% of the time. So this Cardinals offense, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, they have the big bats to combat it. And Jordan Montgomery, what you see is what you're going to get. He's got that 362 XFIT 3690 array. The expected indicators right around there. I know he struggled a bit in July, and the Yankees are a great offense. But it's just not one of those things that I can back the, Yan uh, the Yankees here in the first five. Domingo Herman is just one of those pitchers that you're going to have to fade until he proves otherwise. And if you've, if you've been fading him recently, you've been profiting. I mean, he's got a 503 expected slugging against him and a 292 expected batting average so not good yeah it's certainly a case of which if you're looking for a less than trustworthy starter for the yankees domingo Herman, he is exhibit a for you and how much have you been concerned that the yankees bullpen has been regressing a little bit because 
I mean, for the beginning part of the season, Clay Holmes was lights out in that ninth inning, was able to get a lot of saves. Now it's become a little bit more of a horse of peace situation. So I think that that winds up affecting me a little bit on the Yankees as well. It's still a team that I'm going to be looking to back quite a bit. But with that said, certainly it's something that I'm taking a look at moving forward. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees, uh, as like last time we talked about it a bit, uh, they're always going to be a public darling. They're always going to be value on fading them. And I thought that Clay Holmes was due for some regression at some point. I mean, we saw how he was in Pittsburgh. Obviously, he moved to the uh, bullpen and has been lights out in the first half. But yeah, there's going to be regression due. I think that's why the Yankees went out and started making some moves. And they picked up Lou Trevino to try and add arms, especially without Michael King. Just, I mean, the Yankees, you know, they're going to win 100 games, but they're a team that, especially down the stretch here, you should be looking to fade. I think they're going to kind of sizzle out a bit before the playoffs go. And I think they might be getting a little bit too comfortable with that double digit lead in the AL East. Oh, I do think that it's going to be interesting to take a look at that. I certainly don't think that a team like the Rays or the Blue Jays going to be able to catch them in the East. It's just a little bit too far in the season right right now, but you could wind up also seeing when it comes to late September as well, the Yankees try out some things. So it's going to be Mm -hmm. interesting to take a look at that moving forward. And that could lend more value when you wind up fading the New York Yankees as well, to your point. And, I know that this game is going to be coming up in about 45 or so minutes as well. This is the Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers. Aaron Ashby, he goes for the crew, and Nick Lodolo's on the bump for the Reds. Pair of guys in their first or second year. Lodolo, very good with regards to his strikeouts. Aaron Ashby, 11 strikeouts per nine innings. Big kryptonite with both of these guys is their walks. Total on this Mm -hmm. game is eight. Where do you wind up standing on this one? Because I feel like there's both positives and negatives in terms of both of these starters. If they're able to keep the command there, they're going to be lights out. If they wind up giving out a bunch of walks, could be a little bit of a long night for both of them. Yeah, I'm going to the well of the under here, the first five under four. Like you said, Ashby Lodolo have their control issues at times, but if they are uh, commanding the ball well, they're going to be lights out. Aaron Ashby, his ex-ERA and ex-FIP are in the low to mid threes, which is way lower than his actual ERA, which is in the low fours. And Nick Lodolo, too, he started out a little hot and cold, but he's been good as of late. And his expected indicators in the mid to high threes is ERA around that four. And he also has a 406 batting average on balls in play, which is just absurd. I mean, that's going to be regressed positively for him in the coming weeks. And I think it'll happen tonight against the Brewers who are actually significantly worse against left-handed pitching than right-handed pitching. They only hit 221 with a 308 on base compared to 248 and a 326 uh, against righties. So I like Aaron Ashby a lot, the 30% near 30% strikeout rate, his expected indicator say regression, Lodolo, another one, young electric stuff. So I'm going with the first five under here. I never trust the Reds bullpen. So I will never be taking an under for a full game there, but I trust Lodolo to get the job done and Ashby as well. Yep, I'm right there with you on that Reds bullpen because I like the full game over. The first five, if I were looking at the first five itself, I would be much more tepid on taking a look at it over because that first five total, it's a four. Honestly, I could see it wind up landing right on four. You could wind up seeing a two-to-one game, and then the Reds bullpen comes in in the seventh inning, and then things wind up going haywire from there with their north of five ERA. So that's something that I certainly do think is worth taking a look at. And the Brewers minus 165 first five seems a little bit lofty there with Lodolo and the way that he has been getting punch outs as well, to your point as well. So interesting to take a look at that one. And then I know that this is a little bit of a later game as well, but we've got Padres versus the LA Dodgers and Andrew Heaney. He's got a sub one ERA 
I think that we are both of the expectation that the sub one ERA is probably not going to be lasting the rest of the season. <laughs> Mike Levenger right. going to be taking the bump for the San Diego Padres. So long this game is anywhere between eight and a half and nine. We've seen a little bit of a downtick here. Where do you wind up standing on this one? Because I do think that you've got yourself an interesting matchup with the Padres. And I think that they should be a little bit of an underdog here. I think that this is starting to get a little bit too lofty, especially places that are now hanging north of a minus 150 on the Dodgers. Right. Yeah, I did a video for this for the Action Network on YouTube today. I'm on the Padres here. I just think I got it at plus 137. I like it down to about the plus 125 range. I think that this number has just gotten a bit out of hand. Andrew Heaney, as good as he's been in those five starts, obviously expected indicators in the high twos, low threes. And his walk rate is north, north of 10 or around 10%. And he's being hit the hardest since 2017. And the Padres are good against left-handed pitching. So I think that this is more of an even matchup than a lot of people think. I think that the Padres, they're going to get the job done against Heaney. Yes, the Dodgers are always scary to bet against, especially against right-handed pitching. But Mike Clevenger in his 12 starts or 12 appearances this year, a 3-1-3 ERA and his expected indicators right around that mark too. He's been posting his best season as far as barrel rate and walk rate since he came up. So I kind of think that this number has gotten a bit out of hand. Uh, this I know it's a game in Dodger Stadium, but I'm going to look to fade Andrew Heaney as the uh, season comes to an end. I did last season and it worked out great when he was in the Angels and the Yankees. And I think that it's another opportunity to fade him with the Dodgers, who are always going to be a public darling and a heavy favorite every time out. And with the Dodgers out of their 73 wins, 65 by multiple runs, either you want to take them on the run line or you probably want to fade them. There's not a lot of in-between, but a man that does a great job breaking it all down, that'd be you, Charlie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me. We're going to continue the MLB chat next right here on the VEASAN Bet Center right here on the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that. See that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
The VEASAN College Football Guide is out right now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles on every single team, including trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, and so much more. You get our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, playoff predictions, and the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is by being a VEASAN All Access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discount of 175 bucks, you'll be able to receive the college and pro football betting guides along with the full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for 40 bucks a month and see everything the VEASAN has to offer to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options to become a, sp- a part of the VEASAN Sports Betting Network. As it is a great, er, it's not the Greg Peterson experience, it's the Greg Peterson takeover of the VEASAN Bet Center with myself, Greg Peterson. They wind up shifting you up a dime and you wind up getting all befuddled with the shows and... Right now in the days, because we wound up having two great guests join me in the last two segments. Wound up having Lou Fenicaro does a great job following all things UFC and combat sports over here at the network. He was able to break down what we're going to be seeing in the UFC tonight. And then we wound up having Charlie DeCirco does a great job over there at the Action Network taking a look at the game of baseball. And speaking of the game of baseball, we've got a lot of games that are going to be coming up within the next few minutes. So we're going to be hitting upon a few of these in this segment and then Everything that I donate in this segment, we're going to be continuing that forward in the 4 o'clock hour. So we're going to wind up going through these games a little bit more quickly. But how about if we wind up hitting the, in my opinion, biggest game that is going to be coming up right around about 4, 10 p.m. Pacific time, East Coast. This is 7, 10. It's 9:57, 9:58 on the board. The Battle of Maxes. Max Free goes for the Atlanta Braves, who are on the road facing off against the Mets, who trot out there. Max Scherzer and right now with the Mets between minus 125 and minus 130 is what you can expect to lay here and between about plus 110 and plus 115 is your price on Atlanta with a total of seven and typically sevens are relatively low numbers but I do like this total under with the Mets they wound up getting a very nice sign and David Peterson great name by the way he wound up being able to give a very good start for the Mets as they were able to take game one of this double dip and I mean if you're taking a look at the Mets the way that they've been able to bounce back from loss, they are winning about 77 to 78% of their games after they wind up losing their previous matchup. So the bounce back of the bets, that was able to be very prevalent. And the Atlanta Braves are a team that they are not losing very often either. Ever since the beginning of the month of June, they've been able to win over 65% of their games. So both of these teams, without question, coming in in very good recent form. And this is actually a rematch of a pitching matchup that we wound up seeing about a month or so ago. And that one, Scherzer was able to get the better of Freed, but that was a low-scoring game that did wind up staying under the total, and I fully expect that we wind up getting that once again. Both of these guys have been just lockdown starters. Max Freed doesn't wind up getting as many strikeouts as Max Scherzer. Scherzer is going to give you right around 11-plus punch-outs for nine innings. You can expect more like eight-and-a-half strikeouts for nine innings out of Max Freed, but... That said, I do think that both of these guys are going to be able to tame offenses that have been absolutely terrific with the New York Mets. You've got Pete Alonso. He's been able to give you 29 bombs. He's hitting at 275. He has been terrific. You've got Sterling Marte back full. Jeff McNeil, not going to be in the starting lineup for this one, but you still have a lot of guys that will be able to do a solid job for the team. Eduardo Escobar, it's been a little bit of touch and go for him with the Mets, but by and large, you've been able to have these guys wind up being able to fire on all cylinders and for the Braves, the really only guy that is not a normal guy that is going to be in the starting lineup is Akira Adrianza. They want to picking him up 
at the trade deadline. It's been a little bit of a rough go of it for him, but we've seen Eddie Rosario be able to pick it up for this team as he's going to be in the starting lineup in this one after he wanted being banged up towards the beginning of the season, wanted going deep yesterday. You can expect all the normal guys, Austin Riley, Matt Olson, throwing their Marcel Zuna. These guys are going to be in the starting lineup for the Atlanta Braves. And I think the big thing that you want to note here as well when it comes to this matchup is that Bullpen usage for the Atlanta Braves wasn't necessarily the world's greatest in game number one. And for the Mets, they did wind up only getting one inning out of Taiwan Walker yesterday, but they did wind up having some very good long relief from Trevor Williams. So that was able to help them out. Edwin Diaz did wind up pitching in game one, but with him only pitching seven pitches, he should be good to go here in game two. And then for the Atlanta Braves, he did wind up having Bryce Elder wind up pretty much eating two and a third innings in game number one. This means that your guys like AJ Minter, you're able to throw in there. Dylan Lee, gentlemen like that, they are going to be available for the Atlanta Braves in this one, but I do think that Scherzer are going to do a good job of being able to mow them down for the Atlanta Braves. We've seen two relatively high-scoring games, last two that we wound up seeing last night into today. Both teams wound up being able to get to five runs in both of them, and for that matter, even game number one of the series, that was a 6-4 game. I do think that both of the Maxes going to be able to go out there Going to be able to give you a very good effort. Heck, I mean, even at a six and a half, I'd be taking a look at the under. Scherzer has been lights out, giving out three runs or fewer in every one of the starts that's coming off the injured list. Really, other than the first two to three starts of the season for Max Fried, he's been posting up a little bit north of a two ERA. So I think that both of these guys are going to be able to lock down. It, it is a case of which as well. Unlike what we wound up seeing a little bit earlier, now a night game out there in New York. Ball is going to be flying a little bit less as well. So I do take a look at the under, but Max Scherzer, not a guy that I want to be going up against. The Max I'd be willing to lay as a minus 130, but with that said, we're going to, willing to go to the Max for Max, willing to lay up to a minus 130 here with the Mets in game number two. And then we've got a very interesting interleague game that is going to be going down in... We're going to call it about 15 or so minutes. This is 981, 982. San Francisco Giants hit the road. They're facing off against the Oakland A's. Adam Uller is going to be going for the A's. And Carlos Rodon is going to be on the bump for San Francisco. And the Giants, they are hefty favorites. Anywhere between minus 230 and minus 245. Meanwhile, if you take a look at Oakland, they're anywhere between plus $2 and plus 208. Total on this game is 7.5. The real roll of the dice that you wind up rolling with regards to the San Francisco Giants, as a spot is the bullpen because the bullpen has been deplorable this season. This is the same guys that they wound up being able to post up the league best ERA out of the bullpen last season. They were the only team that had a sub three ERA out of the bullpen. John Brebbia, Jarlon Garcia, Camilio Duvall, they're all back. And all these guys this season, they're not the fault of the San Francisco Giants bullpen woes, but you take a look at it ever since June 21st. So, they're taking a look at about the last 40 to 45 days or so. The San Francisco Giants have a 5 ERA. It is absolutely terrible what they've been getting now. They've been getting unlucky. The fielding independent is a 4-11. You take a look at the other teams that they wind up having a bullpen ERA in this neighborhood. A lot of them, they wind up having fielding independents that are quite a bit higher. I'm looking at you, the Cincinnati Reds, but not been very good for the Giants recently. Meanwhile, with Adam Muller... Well, it's just not been good for him in general. He's posting up a right around a 9 ERA at home. It has been a no good, very bad, terrible year. He's a prospect that the Oakland A's hope to have a little bit of something with. He's 27 years old. If it's not going to happen for him now, it might not ever happen. And 
At this point, it might not ever happen for them. Now, the good news for the Oakland A's is that they're backed up by a quadrant of guys with a sub-3-5 ERA. Sam Mall, A.J. Puck, Domingo Acevedo, Zach Jackson. These guys have all been able to come through and have been able to do a relatively solid job. And this is a game in Oakland that it's a little bit intriguing because when games are played during the daytime, in Oakland, it's actually a little bit more hitter-friendly because the ball is able to fly really good. When you wind up getting these like 6.30, 7 o'clock p.m. local Pacific time starts, the marine layer is out, and the ball is not going to fly whatsoever. So you're sort of in that in-between, but I'm on the bank on Carlos Rodon being able to give a relatively good start here. He has been incredible for the San Francisco Giants team all season long. I don't read in too much to the fact that he wanted giving up five runs in his first two starts coming out of the All-Star break because... If you took a look at that game that you wanted playing against the LA Dodgers, the reason why you wanted giving up three of those runs is because a outfielder, I believe it was Luis Gonzalez, was going for a fly ball and lost it in the lights. That's a play that needs to be made. That is not on Carlos Rodon. We've got to find a way to hold pitchers accountable for their own errors and at the same time, wind up giving them, you know what, a little bit of a discount on their ERA when calamities like that wind up happening. That's a discussion for another day, though. But with Rodon, he has been able to do a good job of being able to keep the ball in the yard. Seven bombs, give it up on 23 innings. You're now out there in Oakland. That certainly is a relatively pitcher-friendly ballpark out there. His big thing has been being able to provide length because he has been a guy that throughout his career, command has not necessarily been a strong suit, but he's been able to do a good job of being able to lock down very much recently as He's been able to fill at least five innings in pretty much every one of his starts ever since June 7th. So I do think that Carlos Rodon could be able to lend the length that is needed to really help you avoid a San Francisco Giants bullpen. That is, we're going to call it what it is, not necessarily so terrific. And for the Oakland A's, they don't have a single guy that has seen at least 45 at-bats this year, hitting at least a 250. So that is going to be a little bit of an issue for them. This is a spot in which I'm going to be taking a look at and under at 7. I would be starting to take a look at it over 7.5. Like we're seeing right now, that is the five point for me on the under and with the San Francisco Giants right now. You're finding their run line in a lot of places right around about a minus 130 to a minus 135. This is starting to get up a little bit too lofty when this was more in the neighborhood of, I would say, about a minus 125 to a minus 130 was a little bit more palatable. But it's a case in which I would need at least a plus 225 to be able to take a shot on the Oakland A's. And if you're looking at some of this live baseball right now, you've got the Baltimore Orioles in the lead in the bottom of the fifth inning against the Pittsburgh Pirates. This by a count of three to two. And the Phillies strike first. Jock, jock, surprise, surprise. Patrick Corbin continues to be not so great. It is currently one to zero out there in Philadelphia. Top of the, or bottom of the first inning there. And we've got a lot more baseball coming up in hour number two of the Easton Bet Center next right here on Beeson Esports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.